What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Legally Rich Podcast. It's your host, Victoria, and obviously I have my co-host over Yo, here. Yo, you know what it is, Kimmy. Kimmy. <laughs> Y'all know her by now. Yes. <laughs> and today we have a special guest. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassie. Cassie. Yes, Every, when I hear the name, I'm like, I'm thinking of, it's me and you now. Yeah. Uh, I've been waiting. I love that song. <laughs> That's like number one. So, what's up, Cassie? How are you? How are you doing Good. today? Thanks for inviting me out to the show. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Cassie is actually Cammy's homegirl friend. So, sure. I met her yeah. through Cammy, and she does hair, correct? Yes. Okay. How's that? It's good. I love it. I'm like steady progressing, and it's just like it's one of those things like where it's like you work so hard and then you kind of just sit back and be like dang like when is the hard work gonna pay off and then whoa I'm working hard I'm working hard and it's just like never and it's like when is it gonna pay off and then I don't know I just feel like one day it just hits you and it's just like whoa like did y'all wait did y'all work today I didn't work. I'm off on Fridays and Saturdays. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's a good schedule. Yeah. I worked hard to get to that schedule. Like, I feel like hairstyle is like, we need to yeah. be comfortable with taking. And I feel like Fridays and Saturdays off, that's something, like, that the OGs do. Mm, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like, of, of the hairstyling world, to get a weekend, like, two, especially two days in a row off, that's, like, OG material type. No, like you so you have to, like, work there for a while in order to get those days off. Absolutely. Like, I work really hard. But I also got strategic with those days, too. Like, I'm like, I'm going to be gone on, like, the busiest days. People are like, how do you have Friday, Saturday off? And I'm like, I'm off on the busiest days. But at the same time, I'm I'm involved on mm-hmm. days that other people are closed and other mm-hmm. shops are closed. And I'm, like, open. And I'm like, I'm here. I'm ready, you know. So it kind of helped me. That's good. And you worked, Cammy. Huh? That was work. Oh, girl, it was, it was good. I was booked and busy, baby. From 10 to 7. I'm just, I'm, I'm like halfway dead right now. <laughs> I didn't, my arms are still doing blow dries, you know what I'm saying? And then you went but, to go spend your money. That I went on, to go spend my money. Oh my God, make money and I spend it. I had skincare. I got a new skincare line, which I'm excited about. What, do you like know what it's called? Derma Roller. Did you find um, out what it's called? Yeah, actually. I really just bought some skincare stuff it's called, called Beauty Bio. Beauty Bio? Beauty Bio and Cinnamon. It's okay, funny, like, I'm we're not. getting dressed, and I'm, like, telling Cammy, and she's, like, we're on FaceTime. I'm, like, bruh, she's, like, I just spent this money, and I da-da-da, and I was, like, money's made to be spent, like. <laughs> well, money is an exchange. I had to realize yeah. that about money, actually, because some people have, like, a negative mindset about money, and that's not going to help you make more money. You have to think of it in, like, a positive way. So when you do spend money, you have to think of it as I'm getting something in exchange for me spending my money. So instead of, like, being mad that you're having to spend it, like, you're spending it, but you're getting something in return. I think, I don't know how you feel, because you're a mom now, but, like, I feel guilty spending money on myself because I have three kids, and I'm like, but they need, like, I'm going to (laughs) need diapers, we're going to need wipes, we're going to need shoes and clothes. So it's like, for me, and you were like, bitch, don't feel guilty anymore because, like, I'm, I'm trying not to be. She's like, you really have to treat yourself. No, you do. Because that's when you I will know start. You, I know. I see you treat yourself, no, girl. That's when you will <laughs> start losing you. yourself if you don't yeah, treat yeah, yourself. Because yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to get my nails done or this done or whatever. Yeah. Because I have these kids and I want to buy this for them. Like, you still have to take care of yourself. I know. You know? Yeah, and I also feel but, like money is like one of those things. Like, I never, one, I never fight over money. But two, I never, like, hold on. Not saying, because I have a savings. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I feel like. 
when you spend it, like you guarantee to get it back. Like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's gonna come back. Yeah. So I don't even like once I spend it, I'm like ah, like you know, like even the other day, Kimmy was getting her, you know, stuff in, and I was like, listen, wipe it off, like yeah, shake it off, off girl, and, like, shake it off. It's gonna flow back to you, but you have you have to be smart. You know, you don't want to just. If you have money, just be spending it on stupid stuff that you really don't need just because you feel like, it's okay, I'm going to just spend it and get it back. Like, no, you got to be smart about it. Like, don't get it twisted. All my bills is paid. Because so I can be right for Miami girl, I got, girl, got Miami girl, because we done talked about that. All the bills is paid for the whole month. Oh, that's good. Rent is paid, girl, already. So I'm, I'm happy, like. All my bills are paid, and they were paid by like the tenth. Yeah, like have 16th. your priorities in so, order. Make yeah. sure you get take like stuff taken care of, what you really need, and then your little extra money you can have for spending and saving mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you gotta spend. You gotta save. I feel like a lot of people I see often like this. One thing that kind of gets to me, I feel like I see a lot of people that will like hustle hard, even like in our industry or just like in several. Even I was talking to a tattoo artist and like we were talking about that. Like people will make money and they'll make a thousand dollars that day or whatever they make that day and then they chill out for the next like three days. But I'm like in my head I'm like, that's not how you stay on top. Like when you got the money, you gotta keep going and keep hustling and keep grinding. Like even when you get that big check, like right. it's like go back out there and hustle some more. Like yeah. that's the mentality you should have. That's how you stay on top. Yeah, it's kind of like know. a don't ever get comfortable kind of thing. Literally, yeah, you can never get comfortable on the money topic. Well, that's <laughs> that's why I like. I told Victoria, I was like, we have to bring Cassie on here because you. I told you this earlier. Like she, when I every time like we talk about you in your story, in your background, I get so inspired because you tell me, like, you explain. I want you to tell, you know, your story. Yeah, she always story. tells me. Yeah. Because, like, I could literally, and she was, I was like, are you nervous for the podcast? And she was like, and I'm like, girl, every day is a podcast with us. Like, literally, <laughs> at, at work, like, every day is a podcast. Yeah. So just because your your story, I think so many people can connect to, and and, you know, I want you to, like, Tell me your story, girl. Let them She's let like, them tell know. Tell me your story. Let them know who Cassie is because honestly, they'll understand the way that you value money and spend money and stuff like that. Is just it like you, girl? I almost cried when I spent five hundred dollars on this hair, and you were like, "No, no, Cami, you deserve it. Like you, you work hard. Like you know, and you made sense of nonsense. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, the hair is kind of a good thing. Spend money on hair, period. Well, you, I mean, you spend need good hair. hair. It lasts. <laughs> Well, <laughs> but no, I feel like I see what Cammy means. Like, cause we get like, we have like those deep girl talks, and like we're like sitting down and we're like really talking. And I feel like a lot of times I don't share everything that I went through, but I do have like those vulnerable times. And I think that's what Cammy's talking about. Like, well, how old are you? I'm 27. I'll be 28 okay. in October. Shout out to the Libras. Oh, I'm a Libra. I know. I know. <laughs> When's your birthday? September 30th. Okay. Period. Yeah. Of October. October 4th. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I attract yes. Libras. I told you, all my friends are Libra. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like, Wait, y'all's what are you power. Oh, oh, you're Aquarius. I'm Aquarius. Yeah. But I, like, maybe it's, I don't know. I don't know. I it's love. It's loyalty. Love, it's Libras are Libras. For me, hey. No, we def- <laughs> definitely are loyal, for sure. <laughs> we really are. Okay, loyal. so you're 27. Yeah. About to be 28. Yeah, I'm about to be 28. What are you going to do for your birthday? Um, I'm probably going to take, I actually took off like two weeks. So I'm going to be in my A for a minute, bit, little bit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go travel a little bit, go to like New York and Miami and just kind of enjoy myself. I really, I ch- this is like me solid. 
on my birthday, I blow a bag. Like, period. Period. Like, period. I don't have no limit. I, I blow a bag, <laughs> like a fat ass bag. You know what I mean? I mean, it's your birthday. You have to kind of treat yourself. We kind of treat ourselves all the time, right? <laughs> but on our birthday, especially. <laughs> on our birthday, especially. So, what are you? What's your ethnicity? So, my dad is Panamanian and Colombian. And oh, okay. I'm half Colombian, too. Really? Yeah. I can I see that. And um, my mom is black and white, and she's mixed. And my mom, my mom had like she did the ancestry thing. Girl, we're not even gonna get started on that. She was I like, I'm a that. queen. I'm a, I, she had she's all a queen. She had all types of African in her. I was like, bro, like you too, you too, you too much. <laughs> I'm a queen. I found out I was. <laughs> nah, like, That's so cute. Hey, actually though, I was in Miami like last year. I went to New York because I was doing a, um, I was learning how to do the hand. I already did the hand tie for like three years, but I was like excelling. So I was like trying to go get more progressive in it. And I went out there and I was in the back of a Uber and the guy was like, your name is unique. And I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, look, and I was like, don't be just capping. I'm like, cap, cap. And I'm like, let me look it up. So I go inside that my, I go inside my Google and I look it up. And basically she was, they were, I read that Cassandra. So my real name is, my full name is Cassandra. Oh, okay. But I read that she was like a princess and like, um, it was awkward. It was odd because this is how ironic the world works. Like, so I have a twin sister, right? And her name is Alexandra. So when I read about Cassandra in this book, Greek, it was like Greek mythology kind of mm-hmm. vibe. She basically had, she was also known as Alexandra. So she was Cassandra known as Alexandra, which I thought was weird. That is but weird. But not only that, but she had, me and my twin are fraternal. And she had a fraternal twin. And Wait, so, that means y'all don't look alike, right? Yeah, that means we don't okay. look alike, yeah. And so... We have a lot of similar features, but we don't look mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like me and my younger sister look more like, but, so I call my twin up and I'm like, yo, we royalty, cause we love clowns <laughs> and we love stuff like that. Like we just always been on that. And she's like, bro, I just met a lady who told me my name was royalty and da da da. I was just like laughing cause, but I feel like I had went on a very, that year that I went out to New York, I had went on, I traveled to like Detroit, Chicago, like I went everywhere. I went to Puerto Rico. I was, I just was like really at a state of mind where I just wanted to like focus on just and like not even just treating myself, but just focus on like just letting go, you mm-hmm. know? And I had went through some trauma. My little sister had went through a, she had gotten a car accident and she almost lost her life. Oh and my God, that's so sad. It was very bad. It was bad. And I was with her that night and I had a lot of guilt, you know what I mean? So I ended up like mentally trying to get back right. Mm-hmm. So that year I kind of disappeared from like everybody from the scene. Like I just, I, I actually had, I felt like, like not to get on this topic, but I feel like I like had a third eye, like my third eye open. Cause I mean, that's a real thing. I feel like that's when it happened. Like, I, you know how some people like have trauma happen to them? Yeah. And then like, they feel like when trauma happens that they it's feel like, like you just have a whole another outlook on life. Literally. Kind of thing. Like yeah. it affects me. I met yeah. somebody who she had trauma happen to her and she's lost her speech. And so when I met her and she told me that, like she whispers now. And when I met her and she told me that, it hit me. What was, was her like, trauma that made her lose her speech? She lost her daughter. Oh. Yeah. So, and I was like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like, but, but I felt like I was so relatable to that because mm-hmm. when I lost my, almost lost my sister, it felt so close to home that I just kind of like, I lost like who I was for a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah. I actually changed. I didn't even, I used to go out party a lot, like club, mm, be on the scene. Good. She was like, Kimmy, you don't even know. She don't girl. know. I'm so much calmer. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about, but you kind of can see a little yeah, bit. Like, yeah, yeah. I'd be out like every day of the week. Like, but I was out so much, and it's just like I wanted to be closer to my sister. I wanted to be closer to my family. I wanted. Yeah, to... it just made you really change like everything on life. Like Literally. what? Like life like, is I so had short. A yeah. yeah. 
But do you ever do you ever think that like stuff happens for a reason, and then maybe like that happened to your sister to save you? It did. It did save me. Like I think of stuff like that. Like saved me for sure. It saved me. It saved her too. You know what I mean? Like we, she was already getting very, very close to God. Like, and we were already very getting like very close. And when that happened, it just kind of hit me like, oh my God, like you just don't never know like what's mm-hmm. going to happen to you one day. Like you mm-hmm. just wake up and everything in your whole world can be flipped upside down. But I learned a lot of lessons in that, you know. And it, it also gave me a time to like move everybody out my way. Mm-hmm. And I regained my focus. Mm-hmm. And like I was so focused on my work because sometimes it's easy when you party and you out and stuff, you know, like you're, you're distracted. Yeah, it's way distracting. Not to say that, you know what I'm saying? Because I was even thinking, like, well, people try to party and go out a lot to distract themselves. I mean, that's the, that's the, that's like the main reason. Like, and I feel like when I wake up the next morning, because I be so, like, I'm like a bunny. Like, when I get up, I'm like, uh, I'm like, money. Like, let's, money. I'm on the board. I'm like, I got this idea. I got this idea. And, like, of course, you know, entrepreneurs, like, our mindset, like, we want to have, we want to get our hands in everything. Yeah. And that's good. You don't have no kids. So, like, you can really just focus. Like, Is exactly why I don't want kids. Like I selfish in that department. <laughs> well, I am so selfish in that department. I mean, you never want kids, or you just don't want them right now. I don't want them right now. Yeah, no. Like I'm, I don't have to say, but like I'm an auntie of like six, like six. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my twin has a daughter, and my older sister has five kids. Oh, okay. And so I'm you like can just get them and take them back. Literally. I'm a solid auntie. Solid. I'm strong at it. I'm like Auntie Cassie is here. I mean, which guys me, <laughs> and I'm like supportive in that way. Yeah. But like that's other than good. That, I'm like, nah, it's not for me. But I love kids. I mean, one day, one day, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't. If I meet the right man, like, it's got to be the right guy. Like, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like, I love, love. I know, know, we do. (laughs) Girl, don't we all? We're we're hopeless romantics. Somebody save us. Girl, do you think hopeless romantics, like, ever really find love? I feel like Libras are interesting. Not to say, like, it's just Libras. But I feel like we always, like, progressive in our life in general so like well love is hard to like match us i feel like but i do feel like i think it's what go ahead i feel like we can find love i think it's kind of easy for like in a way yeah, i mean i've kind of i've kind of always been in girl it's easy for you too it's so easy for me. <laughs> but it's yeah. also easy, just as easy as it to get in it it's so easy for me to get out to get out and that's the problem i find but I, oh I see maybe not me See, I've come to realization I'm looking for something specific. Yeah. Like, well, that's just, good. Like, you can leave when you know you're done. Like, exactly. Yeah. And that's me. I'm strong like that. You know? But I built myself up to that. Like, I was in a very long relationship. Mm, it was like... Okay, okay. So she wasn't always... Like, like I told you, like, the relationship... You know, like, you have to go through stuff to get to that point yeah, where you're yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Solid, yeah. 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 You go through stuff, you get solid. Like, I feel like before I got into that relationship... Like, I, I was, like, you know, like, playful, and I just kind of was, I didn't really know my value. It's not that mm-hmm. I devalue myself. I wasn't out here just tricking and stuff, but I didn't really know my value. And then after that relationship, and I got back out, and I came back, and, like, this person told me, like, this person told me, I was actually just talking about this last night. This person told me, like, you'll never be shit. Like, you'll never be nothing, like, without me. You know what I mean? I had an ex tell me stuff like that. I did, too. But, you know, like, a lot of people, and this is what shows your character, and for me, instead of saying, like, oh, man, I ain't never going to be nothing, like, you know what I mean? Or, like, dang, I, I do need him. I do need him, mm-hmm. right? Because he wanted he wanted to mm-hmm, mind fuck me. Mm-hmm. He wanted me to think, like, I can never be nothing. But in my head, I was like, hmm, let's see. Let's see if you're right. You know what I mean? Let's see if I'll never be nothing without you, you know? Yeah. And that's why when I left, 
I, I lived, I'm from Houston. I'm from Southwest. Me too. <laughs> what, what, what high school did you go to? I graduated from LC. What about oh, you? Oh, I went to Hastings. Hey, our yes. sister, our enemies. I know. <laughs> Wait, what year did you graduate? Mm-hmm. What year? 2012. Oh, okay, okay. What about you? 2014. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's crazy. I never knew that. Yeah, but so... When I left Houston, I went out to Dallas. I stayed out there. I finished school and everything, my hair school out there. And then I came Oh, wait, back. why'd you leave Houston? So Houston, I went to Paul Mitchell. And it mm. was, like, super, like, just just not my vibe. Like, no. it was too Girl. small. Like, it was constant. Like, I was like, I can't breathe, like, in here. I, I honestly felt like if I didn't get up out of here, I was not going to pass. <laughs> so you left Victoria, and went to Dallas? Did you, did you hear that? Yeah. About plumbers up and telling you. <laughs> yeah, I felt like. So I left to Dallas and then I stayed out there for a couple of years and I came back and I was like more eager than ever. Like, I felt like I just, I'm not done building my empire, but I do feel like I, I regained my focus and I gleaned up my clientele. And I feel like I'm a, I'm a beast when I'm turned on because I'd be so hungry to like be great. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm a hard worker. That's mm-hmm. one thing. I'm, I work hard. And, like, even lazy people, it irked me because I'm like, damn. like. But I had to learn that, like, not everybody's like you. Yeah. And that's you got to work hard, but you have to work smart. Yes. Work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Because working yeah. hard, sometimes it can just leave you, you working just hard. You circles and circles and circles and circles. Yeah. Get you, get you, get you, last, get place. you last place. <laughs> so you graduated from hair school in Dallas, and then you started doing hair. I started doing in hair. Dallas, or you moved back? I did hair in Dallas. Like, like it was like the relationship had me kind of jumping around. So... I really wasn't focused. And then, like, this person was, like, holding me back. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, how some men can be. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, very, like... Oh, now that's how shit. toxic relationships are. They hold you back. Yeah. Ugh. Possessive. Ugh. Like, no, you can't work there. Men are going to be there. Like, Ugh. men are everywhere. Yeah, and it's crazy what? that a lot of what? women actually go through stuff like that. It's like, true, though. Like, what? We go through a lot of, like, abuse. Whether yeah, I know. But uh, it's, like, you allow it. So, at the end of the day... It's just about you finding who you are and your self-worth to eventually be like, I'm not going to put up with this anymore, and then find something that actually works. You know what I mean? And heal rather than just attracting the same bullshit. Yeah, because we sometimes, like, I don't ever have an, when I see women who go through abuse and things like that, like, I have sympathy, but at the same time, I'm like, it's up to you to determine the end result in it's like if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you're insane. Yeah, like yeah. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be like, okay, I'm done with this. Yeah, like, but the thing about women is that we're not done until we are done. Yeah. So like true. you can tell somebody true. something so many times, like leave him, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. But like when she's done, that's when she's going to leave. Yeah. Right. So that's the thing. It's like how much is she gonna put up with? And I kind of feel like the women who put up with more deep down don't really value themselves because that's how I was like I was putting up with a whole lot of shit but really it was really because I wasn't just loving myself you know when you love yourself you're going to you do something once twice maybe three times maybe three maybe three and then I'm out the door (laughs) but after the third it's like I am never ever we are never Taylor Swift vibes you're never getting back together but no I feel like self love is big like very I was, big. I was just saying this. Like, that's why I said, like, every day is a podcast. But, like, it's, like, the same Literally. time. Like, we deal with this on a daily. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, mm-hmm. if you do not love yourself, then how are you going to love somebody else? Or it's easy to lose who you are when you're not in love with yourself. So when I left from Dallas, 
I took three years to be single, and I that's good. Yeah, I love myself like no other. Yeah, that's and really what good. kept me strong because someone asked me this too, like what kept you strong from that long relationship? One time, like just letting, like keeping yourself occupied in a healthy way, like yes. hit the gym, eating, like hustling, yes. making money. You know, yes. like, that's like positive stuff. Not just yes. oh, I partied a lot too. I'm not gonna say I didn't because sometimes you gotta let your hair down. But you better believe the next morning I was up. And I was ready to go again. Right. So I feel like the drive is what got me going. But at the same time, like, self-love. When I, I And I told myself, and you got to tell yourself, you got to remind yourself. Ladies, remind yourself, like, please, I am worth it. Like, you, ha- I had reminded myself every single day, like, when I'm never going back. Like, I'm never going never. back mm-hmm. to that. Like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck, like, how amazing you are, how much mm-hmm. money you gave me, mm-hmm. what you showered gonna, me It's going to be those little things where you're like, damn, but he did yeah. do this, but damn, he, he did money, do that. He got me this, he did my this, that, that, that. When you're trying to heal from a breakup and leave it alone, you you have to think about the stuff that he was, like, the negative stuff. The you negative. know, mm-hmm. you don't want to dwell on it in a bad way, but you have to think, like, yeah. okay, no, this is what he did. This is what he did. Remember he did this. Then Remember like, I told you mind. about my sticky note thing? I was kind of crazy. Yeah. That's I a put, thing. I literally have a pack of 300 sticky notes. Frank, you're laughing. Y'all remember Frank? Tell Say yo to Frank. <laughs> um, but I literally had a pack of 300 sticky notes. And I, on, in my, okay, so so I was telling you about my sticky notes. But this was while you were going through your healing stage. This was right after I left. I had to, my sister, it was my sister's idea, shout out to Bianca. She was like, you need to have, you need to remind yourself why he's such a piece of, because, so I was like, okay, period. So I literally put sticky notes, like as many as I can fit on my kitchen cabinets. It was like hot pink sticky notes. <laughs> and it was reminding me of everything that he did. So wow. I would have my angry, like I would, I would, I can go to my kitchen and get re-mad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah. I actually went into my bathroom and I put as many as I can on my mirror. And I leave enough room to like look at myself. On the left, on the right side. God damn, that's a whole bunch of Girl, I had 300. I had to use them. So I had uh, on my right side, I had all my goals. My short term, my mm. long term. On my left side, I had everything that was about me. Like, you're smart, you're beautiful. Because those words, like, you'll never be nothing. Like, all that, yeah. can, that can get that, to you. No, you that know? gets yes. to you subconsciously. It yeah. It it's does. a subconscious thing that will eventually get to you by Maybe somebody continually life. telling you how you're not going to be shit, mm-hmm. how you can't do this. Even as, like, a parent. Like, if you grow up with a parent like that, yes. you grow up as you a kid who's insecure. Speaking of that, like, this is one thing I realized. Like, it's crazy. Just while we're on that topic. Like, growing up, like, not to say, but, like, the way that I was supposed to, I had good, fabulous parents, you know what I mean? I came from humble beginnings, though. But I felt like some of that ways kind of, like, linked into me, like, growing up the way we talk to each other. And that's why I had to tell my sisters, and I have to still remind them to this day, like, hey, don't talk to me like that, you know? Because we love each other dearly, like, so much. Mm-hmm. But people wouldn't know that if you would have saw us in an argument because you'd be like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Because we just so ruthless. But mm-hmm. I re- it, it reflected back to my childhood, the mm-hmm. way that we talked to each other. I didn't even realize it. And then when I got older, I started talking to my man like that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then he started, you know what I'm saying? And you create that atmosphere. And then I just, it hit me one day, like, your mama with maturity. All over again. Right, or like my daddy, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. my dad, you know, Hispanic. And I'm not saying just Hispanic, but, you know what I'm saying? He a little bit, like, loose with it. He didn't really have no... You know, he was a great person, but just kind of with the language, the lingo was a little off. So we just kind of was ruthless the way we talked. And then very young, we just was bad kids. It was like five of us. Yeah. So we just ran over. Like, 
But that's that's good that you eventually realize that, you know, like, okay, I'm like this. It's not mm-hmm. a good thing. And it's because of my parents and the way I was mm-hmm. raised, you know? There's this book. It's called, like, um, I think it's called, like, Healing Your Inner Child or something like that. Wow, I need to read that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's a good book that basically heals your inner child, literally. Yeah. You know, what you, the way you grew up. So what you did was good. Girl. Sticky notes. What what did you tell me that one time? You said something like, you said, you, I, you were like, tell me about your past. Remember that? And then you were like, that's why, because you have past, that's why. You, mm-hmm. You're you like, okay, Cammy. Remember we had oh, that conversation? Oh, yeah, I was telling you that, um, yes. oh, it was abandonment issues. Abandonment issues. Oh, and yeah. she was telling me because her dad. Right. And like as your childhood, her. you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it was like I felt like I kept on getting abandoned, 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 abandoned. So with with my ex, mm-hmm. I felt like so abandoned, mm-hmm. and then that's what like so I had to like heal from like everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, oh no! It, yeah, it was basically like that. The breakup was I forgot what I was saying. Something like the breakup was so. Um, I mean, the breakup is the breakup, but no, it even was, now, it it's abandonment because... Oh, that's what I was saying. Right. It's not that you were so, like, sad or whatever because of him, right. like, your ex. It was really your inner child being mm. sad that your dad had abandoned you years ago. Right. And then and I'm experiencing to, that again. Again. Right. Absolutely. You know? So... I feel like your inner child, like, definitely mentally will mess with your mind so speaking on that like how did you grow like how did you go through and grow into like who you are now because i feel like girl you pop your shit like you know what i mean like you you really do like i never see this girl outside of designer she always has two chains on you best believe they real and she drives the bins like she she really is it you know what i'm saying and she's real deal like she don't care. She likes spending money on nice food every time we go out. She's eighty dollars a meal. Boom! Like she, and, and like, it's not even that. But like yeah. you have a beautiful, you like know, mindset. house. Your your minds your mindset is like. How did you go from like having like? What could you tell like an audience that's like has that maybe have nothing or grow yeah. from nothing? Because you tell me about your childhood. I don't yeah. know well, how you just said you that, came from humble beginnings. Exactly. So what does that kind of mean? Like yes. what do you? No, I see where you're going. Like. So I definitely came from humble beginnings. Like I said, it was five of us. So we didn't have nothing. Like, we had something. Like, we were surviving, but it was not much. Like, nothing like I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I always had that mentality. Like, I want everything. Like, and when I was growing up, I started selling candy in, like, the third grade. Because I was like, I need to eat lunch. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it started right there. Just we always talk about grade. the candy story. Yeah, it right was there. the third grade. Like, I was an entrepreneur in the third grade. I was ready. I was flipping candy, and I started selling Don't play candy. with her. Flip Don't that candy bar. Listen, I didn't even like candy, so it was perfect for me because I ain't eating it in school. I'm just selling it, you know? And everybody knows, like... And that was, like, a good business in, in school, okay? Dude, I used to make, like, like $50, $60 a day. Shout out to making candy. Shout out to selling, shout out candy. selling candy in the Hustlers. No, nah, for real, shout yeah. out to the Hustlers. So I, I started very young, like, with the mindset. And when I started getting older, I started working. I started hustling in school. I started what was doing, your first job? I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I hustled a lot to do. Like your first real job. I feel like my first real job, what was it? I think I was at like a calling center or something. And it didn't last but like two months. Like I ended up popping off at somebody because they was harassing me. Because, you know, I'm I'm deep in the Southwest. You know what I'm saying? They always trying me. So I was like, (laughs) I I stayed getting tried out there. But um, so I'm like, all right. So I ended up 
you know, popping my shit. And I was like, I got to quit because I'm going to end up catching the case, dealing with y'all females. So I ended up leaving. And I was like, ah, oh, this is not for me. It's whack. So then I was like, let me try something. So then I started doing a valet. Mm, and don't get me that's started. interesting. <laughs> y'all, everybody literally would tell me, you do not look like valet you would do where? valet. Actually, I used to work at the Houstonian right here where we at, like oh, okay. up the street. Like I used to work at the Houstonian. And I, me and George Bush, he owned a hotel. Mm. And I used to make like $1,000 a week. And I used to, let me tell y'all, I used to be hustling that because a lot of people would just sit around and, and basically the amount of cars you do is the amount of money you make. But the key thing was they take the money and they divide it and they take it to the back. Like you don't even see the money. And I had a problem with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because especially when you're the only one, I, I know my, I will, I'm very like attentive. So I'm like hustling. I'm, I'm 10 cars like, and I was fast. I'm fast even now in the salon. Like we always yeah. talk about the fast. We I'm, I'm high speed. Like right. I'm high speed. Cause I'm like, I gotta get this money, gotta get this money. So like, you're not making a thousand dollars a day moving cars and you're just not doing work. Right. And this, this hotel is so big. A thousand dollars a week. Yeah. Okay. This hotel is so big like that. It had like five different garages. And I mean, for real, like I'm young, like 19 before this is like right when I was like, I left home and I never came back. But I literally was like, um, I would just move around and get, you know, blah, 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 and I, you know, getting my first car. I got a Mustang. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Drop top, candy, uh -oh. red. I like Mustangs, actually. Yeah, I love Mustangs. I had three of them. And I literally was just, like, popping my shit because I'm like, oh, I'm in the Mustang. Like, you know, and I'm young, and I didn't mm -hmm. even know about Mustangs. I'm I, just, I saw a Mustang, and I was like, hold on, this is nice. Like, I want this, and I dropped mm -hmm. the top, and I just be acting a fool, like, you know what I'm saying? We outside playing Bass and Beyonce, like, you so know So then how did you get into hair? I used to do hair, so, oh, that's a good question. So my auntie, my hair was very, like, curly. My hair is super curly, like, like curly than what you see. Like, it, it was, like, tight curls. And is I, that all your red hair? No, I have extensions in it. Oh, okay. But, yeah, my hair was super long, like, and down my back. And my auntie bleached my hair off. <laughs> she knows I have an issue with that. But, oh, my God. <laughs> so she bleached my hair off, and I was, like, super short. My hair was, like, Pocahontas hair, like my Theo would say. Like, you got Pocahontas hair. And it would be, like, down my back. And she literally bleached my hair off. And when it, when she bleached my hair off, it, it, I, it didn't, I didn't understand it. So I met this Colombian lady because she got curly hair. So we can relate. And I did my first Brazilian blowout. And so it kind of loosened up my curls. And then I just started, I'm very artsy. I've been an art student my whole mm. life. I'm an art major. Like, my, I went to fashion. I went to the Art Institute, like, right here in Houston. And I did fashion retail management. Like, I did a lot. I love art. I love arts. I'm just an artsy girl. Like, I'm honestly, I'm art vomit. Like, so you, I like, can draw and paint. I can draw, oh. yes. She I can draw. Can. She can rap. I she can do hair. She I sing. Stuff. I sing <laughs> art. Like, yeah. I can't draw good. I don't know how to write. Write like a doctor. Either you got I, it. I don't know how to do makeup. I don't know how to do hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, not you could literally give me a piece of anything artsy and just be like, here, do this. And I'm going to I'm gonna do it so fast and so quick and so creative. You will be like, what the hell just happened? Like, you just threw up on that, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just love art. I'm an art. It's just art. I'm artsy. And I always say, if you want to meet the most weirdest group of people, go inside an art class. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you, got, you got Muhammad in the back. You got Chang Lee on the side. You got me in the middle, like the crazy, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, what are y'all all doing together? Like, but it's art. Like, we here, we making culture. Yeah, yeah. we making culture. <laughs> we making culture. No, but, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. So that's how you started doing hair. I started doing hair because of that. And I, I honestly was just doing my own hair, making me look good. And then I discovered, oh, I can do that. And I started doing my own sew-ins, like, for, like, a couple years until my hair grew back. Mm -hmm. And it got thick and long, and I was just like, okay, this is good. Like, I can wear my own stuff. And I had a phase where I just didn't wear any extensions. And then you got into the school, the hair school. Yeah, my mom, so when I finished the Art Institute of Houston, my mom, I, I literally was like, 
what should I do? Like, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And my mom was like, just, you know, I'm close with my mom. And she was like, do hair. And it just hit me like, duh. Like, hello. Like, duh. Like, being, like, you've been doing hair and you was making money off of it. Like, why not, Mm -hmm. you know, get your credit? But I just never, it's not that I didn't think I would do hair. I honestly, my dream as a kid was to be a a fashion designer. Mm. I wanted to do, I love fashion. I make, I be making clothes. I mean, you can still do that. I can't. And I will. I will. Coming soon. We're going to do some, we're going to drop. I'm going to let y'all know what's up. But (laughs) we're going to drop. I have an idea coming up for this next year it's gonna go crazy yeah that's like, good you can still, definitely still do that so you like doing hair how much do you make like estimate just sure. in case this is just for like if somebody's listening to this podcast and they're you know a younger female mm-hmm. or something and they're like what do i want to do like and they've been yeah. thinking about doing hair or getting into the beauty industry yeah. you know well i'm gonna say first off hair is not easy and when i first started doing right. hair, people think hair is easy it's not easy you're dealing with women who want to look great and if you mess up the hair it's a problem and I started, I started working at Fantastic Sims, my first, like, salon job. Where? Fantastic Sims. <laughs> Shout out to Fantastic Sims. I actually had Nancy hit me up today and was like, hey, you do extensions? I like, you just say you know you solid when people four years later still mess with you and right. beat you up, you know? But they used to tell me all the time, you're going to be big, one. you're going to be big. And I'm just like, thank you. Like, but I also know it, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you got to have a mentality. But yeah. humbly, but humbly, you know what I mean? And I literally was like, um... So I started doing hair at nine dollars an hour, and I'm just like, this ain't gonna work, bro. Like I was check the check. You said nine dollars an hour from nine fifty, and this was right after I left my right. dude. You know what I'm saying? So I had to get back on my feet. Mm-hmm. I set myself back. I had to get back on my feet. Mm-hmm. I had to. I lost my car. I didn't lose it. Like someone hit me, and I, it was like I ended up getting fixed. And mm-hmm. one of my, I had I upgraded my Mustang to like a candy blue one, and so I got rid of the Mustang. I ended up getting a two door Honda, like, and like for me, that's like. Nah, cause I'm just so I'm so like I'm yeah. I'm just that type of person. Yeah, yeah, you know you yeah. know what it is. Yeah. But at the same time, my mentality, I, it's materials do not make you like they at don't, all. Period. It's the material. You could be the I see dudes with chains and you know designer and this and that, and yeah, they, they don't have not, no money, nothing. They they yeah. not hit no nothing. They hit a lick and got a bag. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So materialistic things don't really impress me. You know, it's but the you just know, like Manson, that you just want better, and yes. you have yeah this picture of your life. You yes, live it. I'm like I'm gonna get that Benz, and I got it. You know, mm-hmm. but like for me, it was like, uh, and it took me just a year. Like I just I just stayed focused. You know, mm-hmm. but um for sure you want to always stay focused on your goals and like work hard hard work because people you're not gonna just get out of hair school and think something's gonna be handed to you. I had to work hard for it. I think so, that's you, like the mentality of like a lot of. Like, I have people hit me up all the time, like, Candy, what do I do? Like, you can't just, first of all, you can't just go on your own. You have to go. So what do you, you have, have to do? To start from if the I just graduated You have to start from the bottom. You can't go from A to Z. So, for instance, you you need, you need have to be in the, you have to put yourself in position whether you are an assistant and you work for a salon that you're solid in and that you can grow with. So either you're, you get out of hair school and you're assisting for a year or two so you can understand the art of actually being outside of hair school because hair school they teach you how to pass a test, and that's it. That's it. That's it. That's not really what school is. Yes. It's right. literally like the same. They teach you how to it's pass like a test. School. It's like that in school. Period. period. Yeah, right, right. So that's, and that's why you have to, I feel like, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like if people are not creative, I feel like the successful hairstylists, they already okay. have it. Yes. They already have you it before they start. You don't learn it. You don't, you can't learn. You can't. You can't learn how to, to be great. You can't. You're going to have to stick to a specific lane. You're going to have to really minimize down. I mean, I feel like I'm great at hair, but I also do stick to what I love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, like, 
in in Houston, I have to take, I have to do everything. But when I was in Florida and I had my own thing, like the only thing I go down to Florida to do is blonding and extensions. Yeah. Period. Mm. So you and, had your niche, right? That is that is yeah. my that is my niche. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But outside of that, like when you start over, just how I started over moving to Houston a year ago, you have to do anything and everything. Yeah. Like, and I think that's people jump right out of hair school and think that it's just like. Oh my God! I can I can uh, I can just I can only do extensions because yeah. that's top dollar. But no, you have to grow mm-hmm. to that, and you have to figure out what you actually like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do have to be diverse. Like when you get out of your school, you do have to. Be and diverse. I'm not saying that you can't get better. Like I look at my pictures from like two years ago. Even just every year, I swear I progress. Girl, and every three months, I'm, I mean, I'm literally every month. Right. Like, but you gotta. I, I went to. I, I went. Like I said, I went to New York. I didn't spend a salon. But I spent my own money to go there and right. learn and educate myself and come up with a better way to do everything and I went to classes and I found free classes and I worked at getting better because especially like I look at back and highlights and balayages that I did and I'm like I w- that was straight like I was okay mm-hmm. or like even pixie cuts your craft you perfect your craft like that's why people of 10 years in the game they're so good and so comfortable because the biggest thing in hair school and I'm gonna say for anybody whether or not you're good or not because I've seen some people who are okay mediocre and they're still doing hair you need to have confidence. Like, if you don't confidence have confidence, people everything. will yeah. eat you alive. Because, yes. like I said, you're doing their hair. And they, and, they, and some people ain't never all gifty and nice. Like, some people come in there, like me, if you're doing my hair. Know, some ladies are, like. <laughs> you better come with it. They got like, attitudes. Especially if you work, like, in the little rich areas. Yes. Those ladies will come in there, mm-hmm. like, snobby. I feel like right. we do work kind of in a <laughs> Y'all work in, in a nice up area. area. I feel yeah. like we do work in a very nice area. It's diverse, you know what I'm saying? So whenever you graduate hair school, you, like, recommend to get I rec- to a salon? I recommend to find, to find a s- – n- no. <laughs> no, I don't recommend freelancing because you're going from really knowing nothing about the actual – like, you know you know something. You, know, you have the education, but you don't know the industry itself mm-hmm. and how people work. How work and it's so competitive. Like – there's salons like on every every mile. There's another salon. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. there's always an there's always somebody that's better than you. Period. Yeah, period. And that's what I tell myself. There's always something better than me, mm-hmm. and I can always learn from other somebody mm-hmm. else. You can never mm-hmm. be too like I feel like people you come can out of hair school and they're learning. like, I know it all. I know it all. Like that attitude is gonna get you nowhere. Like I know females like that. <laughs> I, I, like, I I see it all the time. Like, bro, you have to humble yourself. Like even as good as you are, like you have to be open mm-hmm. to humble. Like, I, I, I feel like me and you bounce stuff back at the salon all all day. Yeah. You know what I'm really? saying? And the color line that we work with, she's like, she's good at it. And I, I'm not too familiar with the color line. You know, it's it's hard. But you're a chemist. So well, you're a chemist. You're a, a mathematic. You're a therapist. You're yeah. a bunch of different things when somebody team. sits down and you're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do y'all actually talk to them? Yeah, we talk a big time. And we like therapists. And, and oh like, my God. speaking on our color line, like, what Cammy mean by we're chemists, because some people don't know this, our color don't come out of a tube, but, like, like 971, like, no. like light blue ash. Like, how do you make we, it? We make our colors. We so make it. We oh. have, like, gold, we have orange, and it's, like, each tube is, like, blue, we have green, we have red, we have... We have every like she made ash, this like, beige color. Yes, I created it. I mixed different colors together right. to create this, so... And I didn't use Aveda my whole life. We use mm-hmm. Aveda now, but I didn't. I, I was in pop, like I said, I graduated from Mitchell, so I had to jump in it just like how Cami did. But I already Girl. know she's so solid because she. It reminds me a lot of myself growing up. I mean, go, going into this, uh, like this some Aveda stuff. I'm like, you remind me so much of myself because you have to take initiative. Like 
you know, she see me over here. I said, I'm mixing my toner. She's like, what the what hell? You what you mixing? You I said, I said, girl, a little uh, red, orange, and a little bit of green. She's like, okay, they cancel each other out. So you're right. It it's all about the color wheel and your yeah. chemist and grams. And it's a lot that people don't, that. people don't realize it. They don't understand. You know what I'm saying? A lot goes into it. But the I'm going to fuck around with like, Because people come know. to you and they're like, I want Black. this. Yes. I want this picture. And you have to understand how to translate a picture yes. into... The like technique, technique, what technique you want. Yeah. The technique, the color, the formula, the timing. Like, even today I had a client that was like, I never had, she's like, I'm 50 years old. I never had my color turn out. She's, she's been doing highlights since she was 20. Yeah. She's 50. She yeah. never had somebody take out her highlights when they're ready. Yeah. They would they do a full process. highlight, and then by the time the last foil's done, then they would pull the whole head. No, you have to watch it. You yeah. have to time it. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Listen, yeah, it sounds like a game, whole thing. But I'm not going to because I have a technique that I do with that. So oh I my god! Have to You're not going to give the game. I'm not going to give the game. But guess what? You can tune in on something else, and I'll show you how to <laughs> yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's all tune too. in at y'all's But um, I'll show y'all. I'll show y'all over there. Period. You know what I'm saying? So what's but, like an average like hairstylist can make? Oh, okay. So back to that question too. So I feel like I well I don't feel like I make over a hundred thousand a year you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and it's solid like I make good money so mm-hmm. and I'm solid with it and I'm steady progressing but like each what's year what's average because everyone probably can't I feel like average starting off maybe you can make a good thirty to fifty thousand yeah which ain't a lot no you, when you paying rent and you got bills and car notes and you got but that's 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 about you taking your career to the next level because literally I've. I, I even tell her, like, I just started in June. You know what I'm saying? It depends yeah. on what's sal- You have to go into the, a salon like you're interviewing them, not you're going in for interview. No, I'm interviewing you Literally. because I know I'm talented. I know I'm full of heart. I know I have a lot to offer you. But what can you offer me? You know what I'm saying? And what where because I want growth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of salons, they want to keep you here because they want you to do the job. They want you to get the client done in and out. They want to keep you here. But yeah. I feel like where we're at offers a lot of growth. Yeah. And just, I just started there in um, in June, and I'm already know I'm on track to make over 150 thousand this year. Yeah, That's I get like, I get sure. bored easy, so I'm always like diverse. But let me answer this real quick because there might be somebody listening that could really use be useful for this. I, and when you asked Victoria, like what, like where's a good place to start? I really feel like when you're first starting out, go to like somewhere like. Fantastic Sam's or something like I jumped out trying Great to go to Jumpu. What the fuck is a Fantastic? It's like a super cheap, like twenty, like super cheap haircut, super cheap like oh, color. Okay, okay. Everything's super cheap, 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 cheap. But, but that's where you get all but, your. But you can get, the way. You, can, you can get clients and you can take pictures and then you can move with this build a portfolio and then you can go and show right. other salons. And you never know when you keep working and you keep hustling and moving around, you can make the right opportunity and meet somebody and they can help you and put you on to where mm-hmm. you need to be. So that's like the main thing is just build your portfolio, guys, and keep it pushing. Did I, did I tell you I worked at Grey Clips? Oh, yeah, you did. I worked at Grey Clips. And like that was like a degrading part of my life. I'm like, I'm doing $12 haircuts. Yeah. Well, that's okay. People have to start. You have to. You have to. And but as long as with that kind of industry, some people are. You know, I, well, I guess girls and guys because they both do hair. But they would want to graduate hair school and then just, like, automatically become freelancing <laughs> yeah. and, like, have their own business and I'm doing hair. But you have to start 
working for somebody, it's probably going to be easier, and it will work out in the long run. I get you know this what I mean? question so just... many times. <laughs> They're like, Kimmy, like, I have so many friends. Like, I have an esthetician that just started. I have a hairstylist friend that just started, and they're like, how do how how did you get so successful? Because they saw what I built in Florida. You know, the salon, they're like, how did you get so busy? I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, it doesn't happen like that. You can't just go from school from A to Z. You have to go A, B, C. There's mm-hmm. steps of life, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not even at Z yet. Yeah. Like, I'm not even not close real. to Z. Yeah. Like, I'm about Everybody to... wants to just jump, like, yeah. just get there. And it's yeah, like, no, no, you have, like you said, there's steps to life that you have to take, and it's okay. Like, people... I think it's just this whole era, like social media, like everyone's entrepreneur, boss, business, and stuff like that. Everyone so, wants to be a boss, but yeah. you gotta be a worker first. Yeah, you gotta be a worker first, right. that's and that's okay. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I feel like for me, I'm steady growing. Like I'm never content. Like even doing hair, like I love doing hair, but I have other goals, and I mm-hmm. save my money, mm-hmm. save your money. Don't buy just everything, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like even if you know you can afford it, just sit back and chill sometimes, you know. And I save my money because. There's bigger things in life than just, you can always, like you say, it's not too late. Like, I believe in that, too. I believe in, like, there's another, you can do other things. You can make money other ways. You don't have to stick to one lane. Just yeah. you're a hairstylist don't mean you got to always be a hairstylist. No, that's, like, you being, like, something else. And then, like, a okay, like, you're a nurse, but you want to open up, like, a business. Yeah. It's, you can still open up that business and still be a nurse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people are like, you should stay in your lane. Like, when I be talking about mm-hmm. other businesses I want to open, people always tell me, like, you should stay in your lane. You know, do what you're good at. And I, while I am rocking the fuck out of what I have in my hand, I'm like, I'm, I'm trust me, I'm working what I got in my mm-hmm. hand, but I'm, I'm How do you know I'm not trade. good at other stuff? Yeah. You, you don't know until you, success is built on you trying and failure. Yeah. And you don't always have to fail. Like, people be having this, like, notation that, like, when you first open a business that, oh, everybody loses money and everybody fails. But I don't have a mentality of the failure. Not saying I I'm have a mentality of scared money don't make like, no money. I'm going to learn from other people yeah. and I'm going to do my blueprint and I'm going to do all my research from mm-hmm. everybody else and I'm going to learn from your mistakes because that's why we have YouTube and that's why we have, mm-hmm. like, so many podcasts and mm-hmm. we have people, like, literally sitting up there telling you how to do certain things. Yeah, but you still are going to make your own mistakes and that's okay. Yeah. That's how you're really going to learn. You know, I you can well. take an all this information but you have to go out there and put in the action and when you do you're probably going to make a couple mistakes but it's okay because you'll learn from it you guys remind me so much of each other because it's probably the libra it is libra it probably is because like honestly if i have a question she's like did you google it like that's what she'll ask me did you google it like she i know you sit at home girl you google i like because i even asked you like how did you even know to put a car on Turo at such a young age, how did you know to do X, Y, and Z? Like, how did you know? You're like, I just Googled it. Like, yeah. I just did my research. Yeah. And I'm like, right. and it's knowledge. it's right at your hands. It's and sometimes we everything. overthink it. Yeah. And now it's like this day of age. Like, honestly, like, you can literally teach yourself anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, YouTube is literally a school. Like, yeah. it yeah. really is. You can yeah. learn how to make money on there. You can learn, like, a new trade. You can, like, it's literally like a school. Yeah, That's you got to be not. consistent, you know, like. Try and I feel like a lot of times fear is what stops us. Like we're afraid to fail, or afraid of what other people might think, or afraid to put out this candy business because we, you know, or whatever <laughs> we're selling, right? Because I see people that be selling like different, like you know, snacks and decors and stuff, yeah, or yeah, yeah. or and, like they have vending machines and stuff now, yeah. like yeah, and they be afraid because they just afraid, and it's like 
honestly, if I looking back, I could tell myself anything, it will be like, don't be afraid. I used to always be afraid to do stuff because it's natural. I'm a perfectionist, so I like things perfect. Mm-hmm. And But nothing's going to be perfect. Like, you no, got to go, you know? But that was my issue. If I, I can look back, I would have done a whole lot of things different. Like, yeah. a long time ago, I even had money in, in Bitcoin, and I took it out. Yeah. Like, Girl, way what? before Bitcoin even Wait, like, started, I had some money in it, and I don't know why, but I took it out. Like, all that stuff. Like, even on Amazon, like, selling stuff on Amazon, I've been known about that, but I just was scared to do it. And yeah. now, like... And it's popping. What? The so, people are millionaires yeah, off of that no, stuff. millionaires. So what's the one thing, like, advice-wise that you would give somebody to, like, as far as, like, that you regret, that you wish you could help somebody not make the same? I would just say that if you have something on your heart that you want to try and that you want to do... To just try it. Like, yeah. it's nothing that can really happen. You, you know, know what I mean? Somebody yeah. told me, like, they said, you can fail every day up until you're 40. Like, you can go bankrupt. You, you credit can be whatever. Yeah. But then you can literally turn that around and still have, like, a beautiful life. Mm-hmm. Like, you can lose your house. You can go bankrupt. You can, yeah. Your credit can be crap. And then, by the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're so young. And they're like, go go get it. You know, scare money doesn't make any money. And oh. I always tell my mom like this. Like, mom, please listen to this. I, like, she's... She's 60, you know, mm-hmm. and she has so many things, and she feels like she's stuck. A lot of people feel like they're stuck mm-hmm. in the 9 to 5. They're stuck, but they have so many ideas. They have so many this and that, but they don't actually put into it, in, it into action. Yeah, they just... And it's it's just it's just being scared. Stuck in their mind. Yeah, I mean, it's once, your you get, once you get older, I feel like when you're older, you still have time, obviously. It's harder. Yes. But you still have time. So that's why when you're young, they say, like, your 20s is for you to make those mistakes, to fail, to, you know, do crazy shit and be okay because, you know, you can come right back from it because you're so young. So that is definitely my advice. Like, to just start whatever the fuck you want to start, just do that shit and try it. That's good advice, Victoria Ferretto. Like, Like, just do it. Like, you, Libra make it sound so easy, but it's true. Like, just do it, bro. (laughs) Just do it. Like, I mean, I'm not telling you to, like, well... I probably would tell you yeah. to go take out a twenty thousand dollar loan and start that business. But like I would. Like be prepared. You're not finna, and that's what people mean. I understand, like by like doing like what's in your hand. I get the hand thing, but also stay in your lane. When you're knowledgeable, something when you have more knowledge of something, you're right. more confident. You exceed well. If somebody throws something at you, you can catch it. Versus having to always be like, oh, I don't know, I don't. Well, I don't know. Let me find somebody to give me advice. Do something that you know will like progress for yourself. But you know what's so funny, though, Victoria, mm-hmm. when you had said the, um, like, when you're in your 20s and you grow, it made me think of, like, that's why when, do, not trying to cap on older men, but, like, when I meet dudes and stuff, like, men, and they not together at, like, 40s and stuff, for me, it's like, baby, like, 40 you, had, is too old. you had a lot of years. <laughs> not, I like older men, y'all. I like, don't. I love me an older man. Not an old man, but, like, like late 30, like 33, 34, I can That's deal fine. with it. You know what I'm saying? But, men mature so, like, late. Yeah, they do. So, I like the 30s, but I like men my age, too. I ain't, I ain't walking around with no old man. Like, who wants a sugar daddy now? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, that, daddy. but that's still kind of young. Like, 30s, like, even 40. Like, you're not old. Yeah, you know what I mean? Old. But you got to get it together. For me, and when I have you having these old men, like, trying to talk to me, I'm like, listen. Bruh, like, you ain't figured it out yet. Like, uh-uh. you got to figure out something. Like, you got to have some type of residual income, some type of something income. So give me something. You're not giving me nothing. Baby, like don't that. even get me started on that. Yeah, no, but for real, though, like, I feel like when I meet men that don't really have it together at that time and age, I'm like, bro, if you broke, that's your fault. We're in 2022, and you have different streams of options. If you're broke, that's your fault. Say it louder. If you're broke, that's your fault. Yeah. 
literally. Yeah, it's it's so much information out there nowadays, and it's just about you applying it. You know what I mean? Like, figure out what you want to do and just do it. I mean, there is... Okay, this is the thing. You have to also, like, invest in yourself. Like, you have to find somebody who is maybe doing what you want to do and mimic them, like, copy them, like, do what they're doing, like, listen to their advice, take their advice, and actually put it into action. You might have to buy a couple of, you know, courses. You might have to uh, read a book. You might have to watch a whole bunch of videos. You know, you might have to get, like, a coach, like, a life coach or a money coach or something like that. I have invested so much money in just, like, myself, like, learning new things, like, Mm -hmm. Courses like mentorship, I fucking lost so much money just trying different stuff that just didn't work out. So you have to do that in order to get that success because you're not just gonna get it like. I think by really coming from like what you just said, y'all, these two people right here is the only people that I actually hang out with. Like if I'm not hanging out with her, it's her. And if I'm not hanging out with neither one of y'all, I'm at home. Literally, I told Kevin the other day, I was like, bro, like, what would I do without you? I was like seriously i'm like i need you in my life like we literally when i first met her i knew right away like because i'm very like i'm very i'm very Mm -hmm. like i can talk and everything but i'm still very introverted Mm -hmm. and i tell her this all the time like i'm an introvert i think people think i'm naturally just like you know but i I really am just an introvert and i stay to myself a lot you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i I feel like i come off kind of like i don't know uh, like this like like you know wall but it's really just because i'm so like introverted yeah. secretly yeah. you know what I'm saying but when I met Cammy because she's like instant. looking at me like really bitch like because I'm so like crazy and lit but <laughs> I am more introverted like I don't like to look people in the eye. I don't really like to talk to people like, I'm kind of just but it's not that I mean I'm just like that you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. and I feel like when I met Cammy, I was just like I prayed for you bro like I was like because I needed a good friend like, yes uh, it's hard to find good friends <laughs> yeah, she like, tells me that all the time hard. like bitch I manifested you no bitch, I, I, for I you. love Cammy. I mean sometimes <laughs> when you like when you meet somebody, you just know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you don't come across them very often. Like, you just don't. Literally. You can, like, be cool with a girl, but, like, to find, like, a really Such good, yes, yeah, sister, good friend that True. can, like, pray with yeah. you, that can speak, like, you know, positive things over you in your life, that can actually give you some kind of good advice. You know what I mean? That with me, not just party with me. You know yeah, you know? Like, not, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of friendships I'd be looking for. And I do have, like, a best friend that we've been friends since I was, like, 14, 15 years old. But, like, for sure, when I, I, I prayed for Cammy because I needed, mm-hmm. like, that good friend in my life. Like, I was like, I needed, like, just that genuine friend. And our mindset, like, as soon as we got together, we were just exploding with, like, ideas. And we, I was like, we're on the same. Like, <laughs> like the first time is the first time at Nomad. We meet her. was lit. And we straight Wait, you met talk. her at Nomad? No, 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 no. Oh, I met her okay. for my job. But oh, I'm okay. saying the first time that we went to Nomad together, mm-hmm. we were straight. Like, everybody else around us was lit, and we, we over here business planning. Like, <laughs> I'm like, hold on, idea, write that down, write that down. And I feel like if, you, if you're not surrounding yourself with people that you can grow with, that you can practice your faith, we, we talk about God all the time, all of us mm-hmm. do. If, if you cannot practice what you believe in or what you, where you're trying to go, exit them out of your life. Mm-hmm. And I literally had so many people, like, just in this past year, we talk about this all the time, that was just literally weighing me down. And all it takes is one day for you to be like, yeah, you're not, you're you're not, not. you're not good. Like you don't have to, I always thought like, okay, one day I can cut them off. But like right now, no, you don't need them. Like cut them, cut them off. I will literally tell you to your face. I'm at that point where in life and I'm serious. I'll be like, listen, we're just not on the same vibe. Like I don't really fuck with you like that. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. I can't be cool with you. No, 
right. that's good. And yeah, it's not nothing rude, up. but like I'd rather be real than be behind your back and like ducking off on you. You yeah. can you cannot grow like if you if you don't have the right people around right, you. Period. I feel like if you have um, like somebody in your head that you're like, I don't think I should be friends with them, or they do this, like just just cut them off. <laughs> yeah. Literally, they, they probably yeah, they probably not good for right. you. Like even when you were hanging out with your other friends, yes. I was like. Mm-hmm. She I, met I them, went, and she was I like, Kimmy, that's you, not you. But I was like, she going to figure it out. I knew yeah. that she were going to mm-hmm. figure it out because you're smart. Like, you, you know, got stuff going on for yourself. I was like, she going to figure it out. Well, that's not for them. You ever notice, like, I feel like with Kimmy in that situation was like, when you have, you don't know what's good is better until you see what's better. Yeah. So you had these bad friends, and you thought they was good. They were there for me. They were this for me. They that. But yeah. then you have a real friend or a genuine friends come along. And then you you really like, see what this is. This is a good friend. Yeah, like, right. this is what friend, good friends look like. Yeah. Not this. And I think that's where I was like, she's gonna learn, and she's gonna learn through me because mm-hmm. she's gonna see that this is you know like you're supposed to have your friend back. And like I'm the type I will go to the end for my friend. Like if I, I call you too. my friend, like I look at you like a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me I don't, too. I'm simply don't talk to anybody like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, your your inner circle has a lot to do with who you are, how you act, like, and the person that you become. And how much you freaking grow in your yeah. career, yes. your pockets, like, that stuff really, that stuff really, like, tunnels down to, like, for real. Yes, and I and I feel if you, if you believe in God and you, you know, are into that, if you have a friend that you cannot pray with or that cannot pray over you or... Don't be their friend. It's That's how I feel. Yeah, like, y'all, <laughs> y'all spiritually, you have to be equally yoked, yeah. you know, with the with God and the universe. And Because yeah. if not, it's just, and, I mean. I, and sometimes I feel like you, your faith was bigger than mine, like, at first. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like you have to, like, again, be with friends is going to help you grow yeah. to that point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I remember a, even I a friend what who, you said, like, your faith kind of died a little bit when your sister almost died. Yeah. Like, you were kind of questioning, like, yeah. like, God, I was like, what? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we, you talk about God so much now. I was now. confused. And I, you know what? Before that happened to me, I was in church every Sunday. Before the pandemic, I went to church every single Sunday. Every Sunday. And then, like, I kind of got confused with my religion. But I think something beautiful came out of it. It wasn't so much. And I don't really like to touch on religion because we're also mm-hmm. taught in, like, yeah, I don't touch not to talk it. about religion. So yeah. I'm not going to really touch on religion. But yeah. I will say that I, it opened my point of view to something different and more big and more, I'm just more, I'm more wiser. Yeah. No, yeah. that's good. I mean, sometimes you have to go through things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm way more wiser from my experiences, you know. And yeah. that's what's important. With well, I'm proud of you. Thank like, you. you're out here doing your thing. You know, you're making your own money. You seem like you have a really good mindset. And, you know, you're spiritually in, in tuned. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you, ladies. I like that yes, y'all thank doing you your for own coming. thing. And, like, I, I love being Whenever Cammie told me, I was like, I want her to come because I feel like you can give, like, some kind of inspiration to I feel you like know, this podcast was so inspirational. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully we can inspire other young women, yes, young entrepreneurs, and young bosses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, beautiful women, like, getting together and, and friendships mm-hmm. and growth and mm-hmm. also lifting each other up, like, mm-hmm. climbing on top of each other to be at the top together, mm-hmm. you know? That's what it's about. Like, no, it's, you can't sure. have it all to yourself. You can't be selfish all to yourself. Like, you got to share wealth. You got to share health. You got to share love. Like, you can't just expect love back and you're not giving love. Mm -hmm. The the universe watches and will give you what you get. So that's why some people be lacking. But it's like, 
give out better, you probably yeah. Like stop, better. stop thinking. Oh, what can I get? What can I get? No, it's what can you give? Because you will always get back when you give. You know, no, that's, real. that's how it True. works. That's real. I w- yeah. I feel like I want to leave with like saying something. Okay, what? Because I, this was told to me by my mentor. She said, "Cammy, you can have it all, just not right now." Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people, like she's like, "You can have it all, but not not right now." And it's and it's important to not unpack your bags, like your bad bags, your your suitcase full of bad. You you have to pack it back up and move on. Like she's like, "You can she's like, "You can you can scroll into the bad with your suitcase, but don't unpack it. Like pick up and move on. Like there's always more out there." You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I always told my friend, I'm like, you can have it all, but not right now, because she's stressing, you know? Yeah. I'm like, girl, you're going to have it all. Yeah. But you have to go through this first, yeah. and everybody has their own journey. That's why mm-hmm. I really wanted you to come on, because you are like a pure like witness of literally having nothing. Literally. To something. To something. And then going through things and then coming out of it, because you were in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, that was toxic. Right. You came out of that, you healed from it, you learned from it, so. Yeah, for real. Yes, I love line, it. Guys. We got to keep growing and keep Period. No, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. So where can they find you? Um, you can find me on um, Instagram at Cassie. It's C-A-S-S-Z-I-E Couture Hair. And that's where I, that's like my main focus. It's mm-hmm. like my hair page. And I also got Snapchat, Spanish Barbie, <laughs> a.k.a. Cassie, C-A-S-S-I-E dot W-W. Spanish yeah. Barbie, follow me if you want to see me wilding out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. And obviously you can find the podcast at Legally Rich Podcast on Instagram, um, YouTube, Spotify, iHeart Radio, or is it iHeart Music? Yeah, everywhere that podcast is going to be, you can find it, okay? Um, my Instagram is at Swiss V V E E, and then just Instagram and TikTok that I have. And then so mine I, is um, it's Cami Renee C A M I R E N E A on Instagram. Yes, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye, y'all. Thank you.